Hi, this is Tim Ackesy from Atlanta, Georgia, September 13th of 2022. And my topic this afternoon is what it takes to be a champion in stuttering. I had a conversation with a guy in college this week that's possible to be a champion in stuttering. He's come a long way. I knew him in high school. When he got to college, he faced the typical anxiety being in a new environment, new listeners, worrying what people would think, saying his name at the dorm, wanting to rush a fraternity, and everything like that. It's very common for kids in college. Anyways, we concluded it's possible that there's a champion. And I have a multi-point, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten points that help to define a champion. It always begins with purpose. My very first podcast, April of 2020, talks about purpose and intention. If you go around all week trying not to stutter, trying to conceal your stutter, changing words, looking away, not introducing yourself and so forth, you're spending your week trying not to stutter versus trying to communicate. Remember, you have important things to say and to be heard, even if you stutter. So purpose is super important. You've got to forge ahead. Anyone successful that you've ever heard of who stutters has forged ahead, raised their voice, and become as confident as possible. Number two, the ability to disclose you stutter. I myself, into my mid-20s, tried my very best to hide what was obvious to everyone that met me is that I stuttered. And Society is becoming more open about stuttering. The portrayals in movies, the when I stutter, my beautiful stutter, a president of the United States who grew up stuttering. The world's just becoming a lot more open to stuttering and understanding. So go ahead and tell people sometimes you stutter. Never apologize. You'll find that disclosure will reduce your anxiety and get you talking because you, you deserve to be heard. Number three is advocacy. I allowed myself to be teased and bullied. My teachers, my sports coach told me, just ignore it, just ignore it. Well, folks, there's no ignoring being teased and bullying. Teased and bullying can leave wounds. It's like post-traumatic stress where you keep being teased and bullied and laughed at and corrected, and it takes a toll. You start to develop anxiety related to your stuttering. So you deserve to have a comeback. If someone's curious, you can just tell they're sinceriously, sinceriously, <laughs> that's a new, a new word. I just thought, oh my God, sinceriously. So if they're sincerely interested, I said it, then they ask something like, why do you say I, I, I? And you can tell they're just curious. You say, because I stutter. Now, if it takes the turn of being snarky, rude, or condescending, like, why do you go I, 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 or do you stutter? A good comeback is, I stutter, so what? Because it puts it back on the person. Stand up for yourself. Teasing is not a net sum zero. So, speak up. You deserve to advocate for yourself. Parents, teach your child to advocate. Number four is, the idea of proactive or reactive. Let's pretend I have difficulty with my name, which I did for a long time. Reactive 
is hoping when I go to say my name that it comes out all right. Proactive is practicing my name, being the first to introduce myself, making phone calls that use my name. A sneaky thing I tell my clients is go on to Books A Million, the bookstore, and you can usually find an author with a name that's either the same as yours or so similar that when you call and inquire about the book or the author, you're practicing your own name. Sound good? Number five is courage. You've got to have courage to be a champion on stuttering. I encourage all my adults to go to Toastmasters. You can look up toastmasters.org. Be courageous and speak up. Number six is join the community of people who stutter. You can go to westutter.org, for example. If you're in a rural area, there's a way to log into a computer and join a group, whether you're a teenager, they have groups that are specific to females versus males, college students, or whatever. So join a community so you feel like there's other people who stutter, get support, hear similar stories, the conferences for the NSA, for example. Um, maybe you want to attend their conference and see six or seven hundred people who stutter. Number seven, most speech therapy is just working on the speech muscles, slow speech, easy speech, stretchy speech, light contacts, easy onsets, or someone messing with your breathing. I do have a YouTube vi video video about breathing specific. If you look up my name, Tim Akasi, on YouTube and breathing, I've got a video that breaks all the myths about breathing and if you stutter how to breathe and not mess up yourself by breathing the wrong way, like taking a deep breath before a stutter. So traditional speech therapy, a lot of it's too based on the behaviors of speech. Easy onset, light contacts, amplitude contour, targets. But remember folks, anxiety tends to be the culprit. How is it a 40-year-old still has difficulty with his last name? He's known his last name since he was about three or four years old, but he's developed anxiety, shame, and embarrassment. That's why his last name is difficult. Um, so good speech therapy is going to also include cognitive behavioral therapy, mindfulness, that kind of a thing. Learn how to identify your thoughts and how to reframe them. For example, let's pretend I'm in sales and I worry if I make a cold call and I stutter, the person will think I'm not confident in my product or competent. And therefore, they won't want to buy from me. If I'm interviewing for a job and I'm freaking out with anxiety, I want to be able to identify what do I believe about stuttering? What kind of meaning am I attaching to my stuttering to reduce my anxiety? The only way someone who stutters can try to stutter more easily to lo loosen their muscle groups like I'm doing right now, anxiety has to be reduced. Remember in sports how a, a golfer on the pro tour who's been playing for 25 years can miss a clutch putt because right when he's about to putt, 
there's a thought, don't miss it, don't miss it. And he, and he misses the very thought. So get into mindfulness, CBT, or NLP, these kinds of things to identify these, these negative thoughts and beliefs, reframe them, reduce your anxiety, everything else will work better. I'm a speaking example of it right now. Saying my last name, I would get hung up on because nothing came out. That was about 10 years of that. Number eight is goals. You can make goals for yourself. If you think about an old-fashioned scale, you have the two plates on a scale. One side is your thinking and feeling, anxiety and avoidance. The other side is your talking. You can make changes on both sides and ever improve, ever improve if it's important to you. People who have dys dyslexia are oftentimes diagnosed with, with dys dyslexia around second grade. And they learn to spell and read and write and comprehend what they read. And it can get better and better and better. The people who have groups of what's called neurodiversity, they put dyslexia in neurodiversity and stuttering. And stuttering can make incremental changes, incremental changes, incremental changes, where somebody can decrease their anxiety, which increases their confidence. They can smooth out their speech by loosening the muscle groups and continue to make new goals. I help people do that all the time. And we have to think beyond stuttering. For example, a young kid pick, picks up golf. They're a 20 handicapper, then a 15, then a 10, then a 7, then a 3. Gymnastics, you can move to a higher level. There's travel soccer. There's the elite soccer group. So it all depends. It all depends how important it is and the kind of coaching you get, the speech therapy you get. There can always be incre incremental changes if someone wants them. Number nine is reducing the identity. Like, well, I'm just a stutterer. When people think of me, they just think of my stuttering. My whole identity is wrapped around my stuttering. But remember, you're more than stuttering. Stuttering is one thing about you. There's probably 55 other things about you. You have a ton of friends, even though you stutter. So you want to reduce the identity of a stutterer, which is the load that you carry, how much you identify with stuttering. Kids don't like me because I stutter. They think I'm weird. They think I'm awkward. I won't get hired because I stutter. So we have to change the identity. Number 10, remember there's approximately 5 million Americans who stutter, 70 million worldwide. So you are amongst a group of brilliant people, courageous people, and keep forging ahead, keep forging ahead. So changing purpose, being able to disclose, being your own advocate with a comeback, being proactive, being courageous, joining a community, putting cognitive work in with your speech therapy. Keep making new goals, reduce the identity of stuttering, and remember you're one of tens of millions. So you can be 
a champion in stuttering. Thank you for listening.